What is up, everybody? Welcome to Harmonic Motherfucking Whiskey Tales. Uh, it's Monday, the 20th of May. It is another brilliant week. Oh, that was a good one. Turns out, once you've had a little bit of Glenfiddich and it's got a bit of a whiskiness around the uh, the bottle end, it makes a good cork pop. And yes, I am having a whiskey, because why the fuck not? I have it now, so I shouldn't have bought it, but... <laughs> It's rather nice. This whiskey reminds me of Tokyo being in the New York bar in the um, in that big fancy hotel straight out of Lost in Translation because I stayed there for a week just to spoil myself and do some reviews and all that shit. And uh, this was the only whiskey I could afford to drink there because I'd spent all my money on the room and all the other food that I'd been eating. So, but actually, it's actually a really nice whiskey. Twelve-year-old Glenfiddich. It's um, it's really drinkable and it's you know affordable and and if you're just starting out into whiskey, it's a good one to sort of crack into. So, and if you can afford it, go up into the you know sixteen-year-old or eighteen-year-old or something, then give that a go too. Because why the fuck not? So, um, <coughs> harmonic whiskey tells Monday the twentieth of May. A bit of current affairs and ranting. Um. We'll take you through what is going on. Um, an Australian finds a £100,000 dollar gold nugget using metal detector. Well done, mate. Um, that'd be nice. 49 ounce. 49 ounce? 49 ounce. That's 1.4 kilos in kilo terms. Um, yeah, that's all right. Fucking, I wouldn't mind that. So if you've got a metal detector and you live in Australia, then go for a walk and you might find a big gold nugget. Because there's loads of it around, you just got to be lucky to find it. So, um, oh, we've got some F1. Lewis Hamilton says F1 cars are not hard enough to drive. Yeah. See, what we need to do is go down the route of um, Martin Brundle's recommendations and actually um, uh, <coughs> just make them larry as fuck to drive. I mean, they're already pretty larry, but make them harder, less downforce. That's what you want to do. Hang on, I'm going to get a bit of whiskey. Hmm. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> the trouble with having one of these big, massive ice cube balls is it can just fall on you and then you spill whiskey all over yourself and look like an idiot. But luckily, <coughs> there's no video on me, so if I hadn't have told you that, you wouldn't have known. Ah, but never mind. It was worth it. I think it had stuck to the thing because of the old uh, whole like physics thing. But it's loosened off now and it's chilling my whiskey nicely. So... Yeah, the article isn't that long, so I won't get bored reading it. So I might read it to you. So Lewis Hamilton wants drivers to feel massively depleted after racing Formula One cars, which currently are not hard enough to drive. Um, Hamilton, Bottas, or Hamilton and Valtteri Bottas and Mercedes are certainly are certainly make it look easy after making it look easy after starting the season with five consecutive one-two finishes. Why don't people read their articles back when they write it? Mr. Mark Scott May, oh no, <laughs> Mark Scott, May 20th. Um, read back what you write, mate, because you realise that your writing doesn't make any sense. Anyway, never mind. Um, Hamilton said there should be much more of a challenge driving a Formula One car, and the current regulations do not allow for that. H Hamilton's honest assessment came after s saying drug testing in Formula One is a little redundant now, as very little is needed to drive cars. Mate, use a fucking comma. I must fucking died. 
from just not breathing. Jesus. I mean, I'm not much better at writing, but I'm better than that. Fuck. Uh, drug testing is random. I say it's around three times a year or maybe less. Hamilton replied when quizzed about the regularity of drug testing. Um, there used to be a point where there was quite a bit of testing away from the track, back home or in hotels, that sort of thing. But honestly, this is not a sport where you need to do anything. It's not like in cycling where you need to be more, you need more blood throwing through the heart or more oxygen. We are not fatiguing. In all honesty, the cars are not hard enough to drive. It should be more physical. I think in 2021, they maybe need to get rid of power steering, <coughs> for example. Uh, we should be massively depleted afterwards. That how the sport should be. I agree. Uh, Hammond said that it's not just the physical challenge which needs to be more enduring, but the mental approach also needs to be taken into consideration. He added tennis players are finishing at the end of a game, especially if they've been on court for hours. Or are finished at the end of a game. Yeah. <laughs> Cyclists, they must be dead after the Tour de France, for example. I feel that that's what he, but they're all on drugs. I feel that's what it should be about. Um, but it's less about the physical side these days, which is why we see an 18-year-old can come in, no problems. That should not be the case. Yeah, it does make sense because Formula 1 drivers back in the day were a bit older because they had to have their bodies kind of develop more to get more strength. It used to be all about that in the day, like just having really super strong um, bodies, really. So <coughs> anyway, what else have we got going on here? Um, cricket, England are just whooping everyone, which is very enjoyable. Um, we won the test, the ODI series against Pakistan 4 0. Uh, the only reason we didn't win it 5 0 was because that game got rained off. Um, not saying that we would have won it, but we probably would have won it. So, um, <coughs> yeah, so, um, it's, uh, yeah, it's been quite enjoyable to watch, I have to say. Um, we're doing quite well. We've got the World Cup coming up. So I'm sure I'm going to start to do some World Cup-related podcasts. So you've got to be prepared for that. So if you're not into cricket, then um, I'll try and fit it in some other stuff in between so you're not completely bored out of your mind. But it's going to be quite exciting. So maybe I can get you into it. That would be awesome. So um, Mercedes bombshell rocks world of Formula One. <laughs> Let's see what they say. Here are the two barking brake... The Landerers accidentally sandbagging their way to win at last weekend's Spanish Grand Prix. Image courtesy of the Times. Um, you decide, take the drive, try pro at the bottom. Breaking news, Mercedes-Benz reveals bombshell admission. We've apparently been running the entire 2019 season with the handbrakes on. Discovery came after Toto Wolf demanded to know why are our cars so slow. rest of F1 teams are now terrified after hearing news. And here we thought we were catching up, Team Haas. Wait a minute, what? what is this? Maybe this was some... Um... Hang on, what's going on here? Is this some sort of joke thing or something? <coughs> I don't understand this. I'm not going to read it. I think it's some sort of joke thing, but it doesn't seem like it's very funny, so I'm not going to bore you with that. So... Um... <coughs> some more take, uh, Formula 1 blah 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 there's been some testing and stuff but um, they reckon Kubica might be kicked out of Williams even though he's got a shit car 
because we're not getting good results, which seems a bit weird. But anyway, I don't think that's going to happen, but it just seems a bit odd that people are even kind of talking about that. Um, Apple iPhone, there's always some fucking news about the new iPhone. Fucking hell. Uh, they reckon it's going to be a new three-camera thing with a raised kind of area where the three cameras are, which people didn't initially like, but I think it's kind of cool. Um, and it's just like a render at the moment by someone. Um... So, I mean, I don't know. It looks kind of cool. It just looks the same as normal. It's still got that stupid notch, which I don't understand why. I don't understand why why you need that notch, really. Just make the shit smaller and put it up right up at the edge. Anyway, that's just me. Um, do better jobs. <coughs> Next Batman movie might already have villains. Um uh, they reckon, alongside the news of the Rescue Rangers film, what the, where the fuck that is, the Hollywood Reporter dropped one more bombshell last night in the form of a well-sourced rumour about the future of Matt Reeves, the Batman movie, um, in particular its villains. According to the report, Reeves is still working on his script, but it's said to have, at this stage of development, at least two villains, the Penguin and another mystery villain. Catwoman is also rumoured to play a role in the story, though whether it's as a villain or something more complicated is not known. Hmm. Was Penguin was last seen in Batman Returns, a Tim Burton movie, which was pretty awesome, which was Danny DeVito. She played pretty well. Although Michelle Pfeiffer as a Catwoman was fucking awesome. So, um, <coughs> anyway, there we go. Avengers Endgame passes Avatar at US box office. Um, still trails worldwide. So, yeah, basically everyone's gone to see Avengers because it's pretty awesome. So I enjoyed it anyway. I won't really do much more review. I think people have probably um, seen <coughs> seen it by now, but I'm not going to do any spoilers. Scarlett Johansson is engaged. Ah, oh, damn it. There goes my chances with her. What are you going to do? Um, she's so hot. Fucking hell. <coughs> Science. Humans and Neanderthals evolved from a mystery common ancestor earlier than first thought. Um, analysis of early fossilised teeth estimates modern humans and Neanderthals separated from our last common ancestor more than 800,000 years ago. Previous estimates from skulls and DNA suggested it happened around 500,000 to 600,000 years ago. So new research published in Science Advances came after, after, excuse me, came after paleontologist Adia Gomez-Robles analysed early dental evolutionary rates across different hominin species found at the Simer de los huesos pit of the bones site in Spain so they're looking at teeth um, oh god that's, no it's not that long an article um, by comparing the differences in tooth shape between samples Gomez Ribbles calculated human teeth found in Simo de los huesos sorry about my pronunciation uh, dated from more than 430,000 years ago she said at the evolution from Neanderthal to human would take Oh, she said, as the evolution from Neanderthal to human would take more than a few hundred thousand years to appear, it suggests our late, our last common ancestor might have dated back earlier than previously thought. Um, any divergence, any divergence time between Neanderthals and modern humans younger than eight hundred thousand years ago would have entailed an unexpectedly fast dental evolution in early, in the early Neanderthals from Cima de los Huesos. Um, I wonder if that's in Mexico. Um, there are different factors that could potentially explain these results, including strong selection to change the teeth of these hominins or their isolation from other Neanderthals found in mainland Europe. 
Um, however, the simplest explanation is that the divergence between Neanderthals and modern humans uh, was older than 800,000 years. This would make the evolutionary rates of early Neanderthals from Simodoros uh, roughly comparable to those found in other species. She added, Homo heidelbergensis is likely not the last common ancestor linking these two groups. Heidelbergensis? Hmm. Um, blah, 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 I'm bored. <coughs> What does it matter? We're older than you thought. What, what I don't know what that means. Well, I mean, what that achieves. I mean, pff, anyway. Uh, John Wick. Everyone is going to see John Wick 3. I haven't seen it yet. I need to go see it. Um, it looks amazing. It's getting good reviews. <coughs> um, gadgets. Yeah. Boxing. Uh, old Wilder just beat the shit out of... Um, Beast Hell and KO lost to Wilder. I think the ref stopped it a little early. Mate, you got knocked the fuck out. What are you talking about? It's like he did get up after the, on the 10 count, like on the 10. He, well, he was on his knees on the 10. Um, but when he stood up, he just sort of stumbled and then the ref sort of held on to him and he just his legs went. So it's like, mate, if you kept going, you'd have had your fucking brain mangled. So anyway. So... American Idol winner crowned. Um, I wonder if it's that dude who won it. What's his name? Um, I'm trying to just skip through it because you don't really want to fucking hear all this stuff. Bit a bit a bit a bit. This isn't very interesting for you. I do apologise. I think it's that um, sort of Mexican dude who won it. Who's got amazing voice. Who just writes all his own stuff. Um, Aranda sang another original song called Out Loud, which is what he sang when he auditioned for the show. It was, sort of, it was a full circle moment for him, and it reiterated how special he is as a rare songwriter on the show. Oh, so Leanne Hardy became the winner, and Aranda was the runner-up. So that's actually good, because you don't want to win. You want to be the runner-up. So he's going to just be able to go off and do his own thing. So he just uses it as a platform. So that's awesome. I think that's probably good. So Because the winners never go on and do anything, really. So anyway, um, politics, fuck off. Mr. Idiot's back in charge in Australia. I don't think that's great, but what are you going to do? <coughs> um, passports, huge passport change. Oh, bloody, here we go. Oh, it's about Australian passports to the UK. That's all right. Um Maybe it'd be better going the other way. Maybe I should read that. What's it say? We can now avoid long airport queues at Heathrow. Oh, this is about avoiding the queue, so you can just use your retinal scan thing. So anyway, that's cool. <coughs> um, uh, what else have we got going on here? Manchester Airport was fucked because of some technical stuff. So if you were there, I apologise. Well, actually, it's not my thing to do with me, so... So I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with some cricket stuff. You're gonna have to first fucking deal with it. Um, World Cup squad stuff. Hussein and Michael Atherton name their England World Cup squads. Let's see what they fucking say. I'm just gonna skip through all the boring shit. Blah 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 blah. Nasser Hussein squad. Jason Roy, Johnny Bairstow, Joe Root, Owen Morgan as captain. Ben Stokes, Joss Butler, wicketkeeper. Uh, Mo and Ali, Adil Rashid, Chris Wokes, David Willey. Liam Plunkett, James Vince, Liam Dawson, Tom Curran, Joffre Archer. Yeah, that seems like a pretty good side. Who's been left out of that then? I don't know. Afferton. <coughs> oh, Wood didn't get in there. 
I'd have put wood in there. He was bowling so fucking quick the other day. You got to put wood in there. So Affers, it's squad: Johnny Bairstow, Jason Roy, Root, Morgan, Stokes, Butler, Moeen, Ali, Rashid, Wokes, Wood, Archer, Vince, Liam Dawson, Tom Curran, Liam Plunkett. Yeah, Liam Dawson's getting shouts. Even I don't think he actually played. Maybe he did. I don't know. Um, so Affers goes on to mention he believes this involves England's strongest team with Archer, Wood and Wokes who have been excellent bowling um, in the first power play in what is expected to be a very high scoring World Cup it is understandable why he's gone with these two who can offer a bit of extra pace yeah I mean Wood and um, Archer have bowled real quick and Wokes just destroyed everyone the other day so um, intriguingly Dawson has preferred Denley in both of the pundit squads despite the latter being picked ahead of the Hampshire spinner during the series versus Pakistan yeah and Vaughan now Michael Vaughan is, is back Dawson over Denley uh, so if you don't know anything about cricket or even the England cricket team this probably means nothing to you so I do apologise well get on board because it's going to be good the World Cup's happening it's going to be a lot of fun um, while Athan labelled the decision to choose between Curran, Plunkett and Willie as horrendous before eventually leaning with the aforementioned duo so he hasn't got Curran I don't know, I oh, know he has got Curran um, so he hasn't got Willie yeah I don't know, David Willie he's, he's a left armour but oh, <laughs> it's a very tricky one it is a very tricky one um, Motorsports, Fernando Alonso um, did not make it through the Indy 500 qualifying, so he isn't racing, which is massive because the McLaren team basically entered it as a bespoke new team with Alonso. And I think they probably just assumed they'd qualify and it wouldn't be a problem, but they haven't qualified because they weren't quick enough because they just didn't do it right. And um, he's out. <laughs> so that's really fucking bad. I feel bad for him. And McLaren, I mean, what are you doing, boys? Fucking hell. Anyway, it just seems a bit silly what's happened, but... Never mind, what are you going to do? Um, heavyweight, everyone's calling for Wilder against Joshua. Um, I tell you what, old Tyson Fury's just fucked up big time of what he's done with Showtime. He signed a deal with Showtime, like an exclusive thing. Was it Showtime? And like ESPN, that was it. And um, it just basically meant him and Wilder couldn't have a fight, which is what should have happened the other night. But Wilder fought this fucking idiot who got knocked out straight away. So now they're calling for Wilder and um, Joshua to have a fight. But what if this bloke who Joshua's fighting beats him, which could happen? You just never know. But oh, I'm waffling a bit. I should probably check my sausages. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. <coughs> right, I'm back. Sorry, that cough was unfortunately timed. Um, what else is going on in the world? The moon is shrinking. Oh. That's not very good. I wonder if that will affect the tides. Probably will. Um, John Wick is beating the Avengers at the box office. The first film that's been released recently to do that. So that's good. That shows it must be good. Well, lots of people like it. Um, oh, it's going to be so good. I need. To, I was going to try and see it the weekend, but oh, I've got to go. I've got to go this weekend or something, or maybe one night in the week. I'll be. Uh, I'll live a bit dangerously and have a late night, <coughs> which I don't normally do. Um, what else have we got? Google Pixel 4 coming out soon. It's all just phones and phones and phones and phones. I just don't get why it's so important to have some amazing phone that just, it's just a phone. Like, just take some nice pictures on it. I mean, that's the only really good thing about a phone is you can take nice pictures on it. So if you like doing that, get the Pixel because it takes really good fucking pictures. 
I don't know how they manage to take such good fucking shots with just one lens when everyone else is having to put 15 fucking lenses on their cameras. I just don't know how they're doing it. It just must be... I don't know. They've just done something really fucking clever. So, I mean, I just... Oh, I don't get it. Amazing. Amazing. Um, Formula One. I've talked a bit about that. Uh, it's just a bit boring at the moment. We've got Monaco this weekend. That's exciting. So we'll have some... Uh, so actually, that'll mean I'll be doing a little recoup or recap of the practice sessions on Friday because it all happens Thursday because they have this like... Because it's Monaco, they have a practice session Thursday. Then basically Friday, everyone gets fucked up and parties for like 24 hours. And then they have qualifying. Take, just, take, just take the day off and get fucked up. And everyone's on their boats drinking and partying and taking all God knows what. And then Saturday they have the last practice session in quali, which basically that's the day because you qualify and pole, you're pretty much going to win the race. So it's super fucking important to get pole on that. And maybe Bottas is a good shout for getting it. But I don't know. Hamilton's really good around there. So for Stappen, he could be dominant that weekend so he could be a good shout to actually win it which would be really nice to see because he's not won Monaco yet so um, he fucked up last year in practice for the third practice session and booted it into the wall which just fucked up his whole weekend and then um, Ricardo won it so uh, which was good for him because he got fucked the week the year before so it was actually quite good so um, Game of Thrones is finishing I have not seen any of it so I can't tell you about any of it or, or do any spoilers um <laughs> so yeah that's completely useless bit of information for you there so I do apologise um, blah 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 sports yeah boring tennis Krigios or Krigios I don't even really say his name he's had another tantrum it seems like all he does he plays really well and is amazing and then he does a tantrum basically that's what he does um, Boeing acknowledges Florian 737 Max flight simulators So they knew in the flight simulators it was going to crash, but then they just fixed the software and that, thinking it was a glitch in that, but didn't realise actually it could affect the real planes. Boeing is so fucked. If you've got shares in Boeing, sell right fucking now because you're going to keep losing money. Um, Master Chef. Oh, bollocks. I just can't handle Master Chef. Sorry. <coughs> um, what else is going on? Zombie films, blah, blah. Music. DJ Khaled brings out an album. It's probably rubbish, but maybe people will like it. They probably will buy it, but pff, fuck that shit. Uh, Crackdown 3's multiplayer is already a ghost town. So yeah, Crackdown 3, which is his most hyped game ever, and it was like four or five years in development. It first got kind of previewed at a thing, and it looked awesome. And then they kept making it, and they kept delaying it and delaying it and delaying it. And sure enough, it was complete shite. And it was basically a game that was five years out of date when it came out because it took them so long to fucking make it. And it's just not very good. And no one's playing the uh, multiplayer, so it's just pointless. It's just like, oh, well done, boys. Fucked that one up. Um, there's some more stuff about Game of Thrones. Maybe I should watch that shit. Um Lots of tornadoes going across central US, so be careful if you're driving around there. You do not want to get sucked up in a, uh, what's it called? Tornado. Heinz Mayo Chup hits embarrassing translation fail after launching in Canada. <coughs> I have some important information to distribute about Mayo Chup 
first shared with me by Jonathan Solomon of Kashawin First Nation. So the new sandwich spread from uh, ketchup from Heinz, which is his mayonnaise and ketchup combined. It's just Mary Rose sauce in it. Uh, they called it mayo chup, which in Cree it means shit face. <laughs> well done, boys. Um, why would you buy it? Why don't you just put ketchup and mayo together yourself if you're going to do that? And then you don't have to buy a third product, which is already what the other two products that you probably already have in the fridge are. That just seems so stupid. Why the fuck would you do that? I guess it's just the sort of um, nice thing to do. 15 most memorable moments in Game of Thrones. I probably shouldn't watch that because it's all probably um, spoilers. So, Considering I haven't seen it yet, I'll probably have to get around to watching it. But um, Yeah, Lonzo again. I'm just flicking through all this stuff. But I mean, maybe that's it. I've just been rambling about nothing really. I don't think this is particularly interesting for you. I do apologise. Um, I spilt whiskey on myself. That was a bit of a highlight. Um, but you didn't see that. It was quite funny, though. I almost got knocked out by the ice cube because he's such a big motherfucker. So, um, yes, that's kind of it that's going on. I mean, all this news shit. I mean, I don't know. Well, it's all politics and bullshit at the moment. It's it's not it's not good. I just think politics is just oh, just all corrupt wankers who are never going to really change anything, and it's just going to keep going from this cycle of just in fighting and bullshit so nothing gets sorted and then you just have another election and blah 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 and it's just a circle and a circle and a circle and you just we're all fucked that's a bit of a downer to end this one isn't it but anyway <coughs> maybe i should just have a quick flick over to the good news network and see if we can find something uplifting to end the uh, podcast on because my dinner's probably ready now i've got sausages and mash going i don't know what i'm gonna have with it probably gravy but beans are on on the uh, agenda maybe Broccoli isn't just good for you. Scientists find it holds molecule that could be the Achilles heel of cancer. That's good. So eat lots of broccoli. Um, US student teaches Italian kids to play American football. Okay. Largest ever, far, ever pharmaceutical donation will help prevent HIV and over 200,000 uninsured patients free of charge. Well, that's nice. Um, what else have we got going on? Um, when senior has trouble crossing intersection, delivery driver pulls over and offers him a piggyback ride. That's always nice to see. So after resolving to make a change, high school student lost £115 by walking to school every day. Yeah, he looks good now. Look at that. That's always good. Oh, this was good. Let's just finish on this. This was funny. So in a restaurant in Manchester in the UK, um, so a, a customer... Um, <laughs> was given I'll just read the article so uh, so restaurant owner's sweet note of forgiveness to manager um, who accidentally served £6,000 $6,000 bottle of wine to someone who paid for a, like a a much cheaper bottle of wine uh, so he says rather than shaming one of their staffers for making an expensive mistake in their restaurant the managers opted to show her love and forgiveness instead it was a busy night at the Hawksmoor Manchester Steakhouse last week when the accident took place a few walking patrons sat down at the bar and ordered a bottle of the Chateau Pichon Longville Comtesse de Lande 2001 which costs about £260 I mean that's fucking that's a lot of money for a wine Jesus 
The server then asked one of the restaurant managers to fetch the bottle in question, but since the manager was visiting from another branch of the restaurant, she accidentally grabbed the long bottle of wine. Well, no, that's not an excuse because the bottle of wine is the bottle of wine. It says it on the label. Just because you're at a different restaurant doesn't mean you still you grab the bottle of wine that doesn't say what it says on the label. So instead of the wine that was ordered by the customers, she served the Chateau Le Pin Pomerol 2001, a rare, rare French wine worth almost 6000 So it was still a Chateau Pimeron, but, um, I don't know, Chateau Le Pin Pimeron. No, this is nothing, it's just got Chateau in it. Well, that's a bit of a fuck up. So he he, he paid for a £260 bottle and he got a $630 oh, bottle and paid six, and got a $6,000 bottle. Will Beckett, who is one of the co-founders of the Hawks of Steakhouse, told The Guardian, sometime later another member of staff said, ooh, someone is drinking a very impressive wine at the bar. Um, that's when we realised. They ordered a second bottle and the manager tactfully suggested they order a different one without letting them know what had happened. <laughs> the restaurant staffers thought it would be amusing if the patrons who received the wine were informed of the mistake through social media and they wanted to send an encouraging message to the manager who served the expensive wine. Uh, the restaurant then tweeted to the customer who was accidentally given a bottle of Chateau Lapin Pomerol, um, which is £4,500 on our menu last night. Hope you enjoyed your evening. To the member of staff who accidentally gave it away, chin up, they added, one-off mistakes happen and we love you anyway. <laughs> oh, that's good. The tweet has since been shared thousands of times and social media users are praising the restaurant for giving the manager a mistake. Yeah, because it's a good fucking story and you've got a lot of publicity and a load of people are going to come to your restaurant. Um... Beckett told BBC that the manager in question is a brilliant staffer. That being said, he says that he is uh, going to tease her for this when she stops being so mortified. <laughs> Imagine the fucking mistake. <laughs> fucking hell. I mean, and to be fair, um, <laughs> then the um, the Instagram account for the guys, which is Hawksmore Manchester, which is um, at Hawksmore MCR, um, you can go and have a look. They post a picture with the two bottles next to each other. So there's the Chateau Pichot Longville 2001, which is 260 quid. Look, it's like, it's got a bright yellow top on it, like gold, kind of yellowy thing. And the label is kind of white, but with like gold edging around it. And the other really expensive bottle, the label is completely different and it's got a red top on it. And it says Lipin Pomerol. I mean, where did they get that confused? That's amazing. But to be fair, the $6,000 bottle looks quite shiny and nice. Maybe if they'd left a bit of dust on it, she'd have thought, oh, this is quite dusty for a, a cheaper bottle of wine. Well, I say cheaper, but anyway. But that's mad. I wonder what that was like. I bet it was good. I hope they enjoyed it. I hope they fucking poured it properly for a start into a decanter, but they probably fucking didn't, did they? Oh, my God. I mean, I imagine that's what you've got to do. I mean, I'm not a fucking wine expert, but Jesus. So that's a very funny little article. So you can you can read more about that if you go to goodnewsnetwork.org and uh, the article is there. Or follow um, at Hawksmore MCR and you can kind of follow how that story kind of progressed. So <laughs> yeah, it's pretty amusing. But yeah, to be, the, 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 um, the labels are very different. So, and even the names are very different. So that's, um, <laughs> oh well, what are you going to do? Um, but to be honest, they're probably going to make more money from the publicity anyway, so I guess it's not a bad thing. Maybe they did it deliberately as a publicity thing. So, um, China is spending $1.5 on creating a new giant panda reserve, three times the size of Yellowstone Park. That's kind of cool. Um, 
tell you what, let's leave it there. We had a bit of good news. We had someone giving someone a very nice bottle of wine. I'm going to finish my very nice whiskey and go and eat my dinner. So thank you for tuning in. We'll be back. Um, yeah, I'll probably try and do them for the rest of the week if I can. We might be doing another social one this week, hopefully. Um, hope you enjoyed the last one. It was good fun to do it. I got a little bit too drunk, but what are you going to do? And we had a very nice meal at the Japanese place up the road, which I can't remember the name of, but I will double check that and let you know what that's called. I highly recommend it. That's in Lycard. Um, very tasty it was too. We'll probably be going back there again after the next podcast because it was very nice so um thanks for tuning in this is harmonic whiskey tales i have been drinking whiskey this time uh and um we'll be back tomorrow for some new news and shit i might eventually get around to doing this fucking review of all these cameras that i keep talking about but it probably will never happen but it might happen i don't know we'll see what happens so i just said happen quite a lot there <coughs> excuse me anyway thanks for tuning in and we'll be back soon cheers guys bye